Praise the Lord. My name is Natasha from Love Secure Ministries. Thank you for joining me for another video. Today, I would just like to speak a little bit on some of the things that I've been seeing more recently. And honestly, I've seen it throughout the time, especially within, you know, this last hour that we're in this season. I'm going to be talking about sensationalism. You know, it is my intention because of the topic to not tarry too long because I really enjoy uh, speaking about the Lord. I try my best to gear and stay on track the direction and commission that the Lord has given in speaking about his word. And so that is my whole duty that I lovingly obey. And so really at the end of the day, you know, I, I just, I love the Lord so much that I really don't want to talk about anything other than God when it comes to scripture. You know, there's many times where there are topics or things that are in the media that can be tied biblically. And from time to time, I can point those things out and I have pointed those things out, but it's only been according to the leading of the Lord. At the end of the day, this is a small ministry and for me, it's a, a sweet thing. You know, it's a bittersweet thing, honestly, because we know prophecy and we know that the masses will fall away from the Lord. And we know that two thirds will perish. You know, there's very few that are called out that'll take heed to the word of the Lord and actually obey and follow Yeshua out of love for humanity, knowing the scriptures and knowing where the masses are headed. I wholeheartedly understand why Yeshua weeped. I understand why the Lord has a broken heart for his people and for the world, really. You know, this is why the Father sent his beloved Son to die for all of humanity with the intention of being reconciled to his chosen people. And so it's a bittersweet thing because I know that many will resist and reject the word of the Lord and will reject that good thing, that good part, which is his word, his love, him. But it is very sweet because I believe that this ministry shows what the scriptures talk about, which is there are very few. There are very few. And so I know that those who come across the ministry uh, maybe they'll make the choice to continue on and walk with me on this journey of sanctification. Others may just, you know, listen or not listen or overlook or just pass on by, whatever they freely choose to do. But I, I just thank the Lord for each and every one of those who have chosen to walk with this ministry and chosen to lend an ear to hear the word of the Lord because I can only show the evidence of God's love through the message that he brings. And it is not the message that he has brought to me alone. It is a message that he has fulfilled through his son, has given to the prophets. We see it from Genesis to Revelation. I don't come with my own words. The words I speak are the words that the Lord gives me through his holy scriptures, through the teaching of his Holy Spirit. And so in knowing the requirement of this walk in faith, of this sacrifice, of the love of just wanting to learn and know more about the Lord, 
I literally just want to be like that young child that the scriptures talk about, the one that is just faithfully following the Father, following our God and King, and yearning for that milk, for that bread. When I speak about the Lord, I can really just talk for a very long time. And so as you can see from the videos, I definitely make a point to focus on the Lord because I believe that if we know what the truth and what real love looks like through God, through our beloved Messiah, Yeshua, then we will be able to look at the 99% of all of the world, everything around us, all within this environment that is corrupted and know the difference. And so I believe that it would do us well to focus on the Lord because he says, follow me. And in order to follow him, we have to focus on him. And if we focus on him, then we will know the counterfeit. Then we will know righteousness versus unrighteousness, holiness versus unholiness. So that brings me to the topic of sensationalism. Those of us who have freely made the choice to truly follow Yeshua, to embrace him, to learn of his ways and to follow them, to obey his commandments, not just the ones we feel work within our schedule or what we like and what we want, but truly sacrificing our lives to offer up all of those things, our cares and burdens, ambitions, aspirations, dreams, goals, just laying it all down at the altar and just saying, Lord, have your way. I believe that during this journey of our lives, which is a journey of sanctification for those of us who follow the Lord, we understand that the Lord gives us as his chosen the commission to be witnesses, to go forth and actually have the honor of knowing his name and saying his name and sharing the testimony of our beloved Christ, which is in all of us. We are a testament and evidence of his testimony because of his precious blood and his saving grace and the undeniable everlasting love of God. And so those of us who follow Yeshua understand that he communicates with us. And because we are a unique and peculiar people, a people that have gifts and talents that were given by our Lord, commissions to go forth and speak boldly in certain times and seasons, some to teach and preach and evangelize and do all of the things that embody the bride, to be a benefit to one another, to do the work of ministry, to edify the saints. We know that the Lord gives us a new name and with that new name comes purpose and identity. And so one of the things that is a part of my purpose and identity is likened to someone that does quality assurance to check the fruit of those who say they are of Christ. And by checking, I mean to check those fruits against the word of the Lord, against the holy standard of God, to see the measure of their fruit. And if that fruit 
holds up according to the gauge of the Holy Scriptures that has been given to us. And so now I say all of that to say this, and I'll make this a quick message and I'll get to the scripture before closing. Sensationalism. It is amazing to me how many people in this last hour are in their own minds and hearts advocating for their love of God. And some may be more popular than others, which to me raises a bit of concern when I pair the following verses, the message, because the message will always show the gauge of the heart. And when I see messages from Nicolaitans or other, other citizens of the nations in this world, we know that we're the citizens of the kingdom of God. So I will refer to those who are opposite of that as the citizens of the nations. When we see that their message is filled with sensationalism, a message brought to captivate and elevate consciousness, a message brought to the people to spark a curiosity. And even though the undertone may be from a biblical standpoint in their mind, there are many that show themselves by their fruit to be unlearned, to be very immature in their walk of faith, that call themselves because of their divine intervention or experience, attempting to lead the people into wisdom and knowledge, but having very little understanding according to the Holy Scriptures. And so one evidence of this is when we see videos here on YouTube, for instance, about topics that are more secular, about focusing primarily on content that evolves or uh, surrounds, if you will, public figures that are so blatant in this last hour in their blasphemy of God of showing their sodomy and treachery, really living it up in this last hour, really just going all out. And so when I see those who claim to be laborers in the field, and we know there are very few, embracing their holidays, continuing to call themselves Christians, and I have many videos on this, calling themselves Christians, which are the modern-day Nicolaitans, a people group that claims to love the Lord, yet mixes the secular with the spiritual, taking the Bible and the Holy Scriptures and applying it in a secular way to suit their beliefs and understanding. And that's when we get the domino effect or the trickle-down effect of the cherry-picking and the musical artists that come into their organized churches and attempt to mix secular music with that which is supposed to be holy. And then they have the congregations gyrating and dancing as if it's some type of club. Absolutely no respect at all and no fear of the Lord. And so I've spoken about this, as I mentioned many times, about the title of Christian. And I implore you to, you know, if you want to learn more about that, I do break down 
the information, both biblically and the evidence that we see by their fruit in other videos. There's also many articles and blogs that I have written on the website in which I break down what the Lord actually calls his people. And so there are many times when modern day Nicolaitans, also known as Christians, despite knowing the truth about where that classification comes from, they continue to embrace it while rejecting and denying the traditions and heritage of the Lord. Not the Jews, although we are to be Jews inwardly, but they try to attribute it to a particular people group physically. Meanwhile, they don't understand scripture and what the scripture says we are to be and what God calls us to be. And so that's just one of the many things. So it is my hope that as opposed to someone hearing this message and becoming offended by certain terminologies or references that I'm making, it is my hope that they will, or you will, go back and watch those videos and see the scriptures and see the truth for yourself and then make your choice, your free will choice. At what point do we draw the line on respect and reverence to the Lord? At what point do we draw the line and say, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go there because I'm not going to displease the Lord and I'm not going to go against His will. At what point do we stop being hypocrites in that? At what point do we take a good look at our integrity as a people and say, you know what? The world may hate me, but I am not surprised by that. I am not shocked. In fact, I am very prepared because the world first hated Messiah, our Messiah. And he has specifically warned us and gave us the heads up. And so we have to get to a point where we make up our minds to either follow our beloved King and Savior wholeheartedly or not. There are too many people that are straddling the fence and it just seems like that has caused a lot of pressure or created a strong influence on the kinds of videos that people are putting out. And so I'm saying all of this because it's relevant to the topic of sensationalism. When we compromise, we interrupt the trajectory of our path on the way of righteousness. We interrupt the trajectory of reconciliation unto God. And this is why I go back and I sound the alarm to those who say they are Christians and are just either not aware, maybe they don't know the history of that classification, maybe they don't know the scriptures, maybe they just haven't spent enough time with the Lord to know that there is a difference between a follower of Christ and those who say they are Christians. Surely if you say that you are a Christian but you embrace 
the Lord's feasts, you obey his commands, you follow Yeshua, and you make a point to repent daily, meditating on his word day and night. Surely there are many things under the umbrella, but God is so good he has simplified the complexities for us. The Holy Spirit of God is our teacher and helper. You need no one to teach you, for the teacher is here, the helper is here. And so I hope that the body of Christ will pray that the Holy Spirit will teach and guide and direct our paths continuously, that we may be pruned and chastened, supported and comforted by the rod and staff of our great shepherd, because these are tumultuous times. There is so much that is happening around us, and it seems that there is more and more desire to satisfy the curiosity, and it sparks this reaction of creating platforms based on sensationalism under the guise of Christ. How are you going to have a platform that is centered around end days, secular movements, pagan behavior, and while you're claiming the foundation of Christ, it is not evident. It cannot be found because a majority of the videos are based on sensationalism, claiming that the topics are tied to or tying together the scripture. Now, my question is this, since when does the Lord need to tie his holy word to any worldly topic or anyone in humanity? When has the Lord ever needed to convince anyone of his truth and prophecy and his everlasting power, everlasting love and sacrifice? by tying it in with worldly events, with sensationalism. Do you know how many times the people of God, disciples and prophets went forth to speak the word of the Lord given to them by the authority of God himself, commissioned them to go forth and to do the work of ministry and being obedient and disciplined enough and bold enough, trading their fear and weakness for the strength of our God to go forth and speak the truth. And they were rejected, they were hated, they were beaten, they were killed, they were martyred. The Lord himself was crucified and yet he had the authority to give up the spirit, his spirit, within due time and season, according to the oath and prophecy of the Father. That just goes to show God is in control. And if his Holy Spirit, who is the teacher and helper, is not enough, if his word, his holy scriptures, that have withstood the time and generations, is not enough, if the word of the prophets who have spoken the prophecies of the Lord in faith and obedience, if the law and the prophets are not enough, then nothing will ever be enough. Christ has already gone forth and made the sacrifice. There will be no other. And contrary to what many may believe, 
we are indeed in the last hour according to the scriptures and the timeline of the prophecy of the time we're living in and if there are those who have itching ears and whether they want to take heed to the warnings or not one thing is for certain that as long as there are people out here in the world that are too busy and focused on satisfying their curiosity and their desire for sensationalism that is one less minute one less hour one less second one less day that they can never get back that they could have focused on the lord to learn of him to align with him to put oil in their lamp to be found to be in the perfect completion and wholeness of the unified god if we're too busy focusing on everything else where will that leave our souls when that great and terrible day occurs this is dangerous stuff here spiritually it is very dangerous because while people are waiting for persecutions and just very apparent deliberate acts and events to occur they don't understand how cunning the serpent is that before the strike he is going to smoothly and keenly slither his way coil himself around your heart and mind and your eyes and your ears and your mouth to dictate and to infiltrate the trajectory to make it easy to compromise it's not going to be a deliberate obvious occurrence it's going to be little minute things that creep in and slither their way in to the point where it overtakes you so much that it's not until it has overtaken you that you realize what is happening. We cannot allow ourselves to get so wrapped up in these sensationalist topics that we ignore discernment, that we don't sharpen the sword by learning about the Lord, staying in his word, surrounding ourselves with his presence and we can't do that if we're occupied if our ear gates and our eye gates are focusing on other things you know there are some that are in the kingdom that have the position and commission and purpose and identity to be disciplined enough to go out and observe and then to come back and report back what is happening on the other side to give the body the heads up to tie in the enemy's tactics versus the prophecies and how they're unfolding and how we are being infiltrated and misguided and misdirected there are those who are commissioned to go out and have the spiritual strength through Christ and as i said discipline to be able to observe these things and to tie in scripture unfortunately there are way too many people who have taken it upon themselves to go out and do this work without having been commissioned by the lord surely maybe they feel that this is their purpose maybe some of them were commissioned and set out to do such a thing but i will tell you that there's a difference between those who go off into the mountains and hills to overlook and see the daily activities in Jericho and come back to the camp of the Lord and report back to the army 
to let them know the enemy's tactics and how they can be overcome. But there are very few. And so maybe it's more interesting to satisfy the flesh in this. But I caution everyone, especially in this last hour, to not only question everything, but to really pray for discernment, pray for patience, to be able to read the word of the Lord and be humble enough to be teachable, to wait on the Lord to reveal what he has for us to learn in that time and to be obedient and diligent in speaking those things. And quite often, a majority of the time, I'd say more than 99% of the time, the Lord commissions us to speak on holy matters, to share his holy scriptures for us to be able to reflect on the history that has come before us for nothing is new under the sun. And so we know that in that great and terrible day, there will be many, when the Lord comes, there'll be many just living their lives. It'll just be a regular day for them and they will be caught off guard because they will be found to be unprepared. And they will, just like the five foolish virgins, try to run around at the last minute and try to do all they can to just get some bits of oil to be prepared for the bridegroom. But by that time, it will be too late because things like the enemy's tactics, such as using sensationalism, topics that spark the interest of the flesh, are taking the focus away from God and steering it more towards secular topics, people, places, and things. So in this time, I pray that we as the people of God will hold fast. It is always a joy when we can connect with one another, those of us who truly are obedient to the Lord, those of us who are willing to let go of titles and classifications and customs and holidays, you know, just all of the cares of the world and joyfully embrace the heritage of the Lord. Embrace the covenant of God that he has made with his people. And I know that we are in the minority. I know that there are many people that are divided because of classifications according to what we look like physically. But rest assured, the people of God are a race all of our own. And we are not segregated or classified according to what we look like on the outside, but we are set apart from the entire world by what's on the inside. Yeshua HaMashiach living in our hearts. So I pray that you'll stay faithful and that you'll have the strength to continue on the way of righteousness, to follow Yeshua as you endure this life, this journey of sanctification. And let us meditate on this word. This is in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 8 through 12. And it talks about faithful Abraham, and it says, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called out to go to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city, 
which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him, as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. So just in that small passage, we can see here that Abraham not only had the discipline, love, and obedience, reverence, and respect, fear for God, he also had the tenacity and focus to not be sidetracked by what was going on around him, but he held on to the promise of God and to go faithfully, just as a little child going with our Father, not knowing where we're going to end up, but just trusting that our Lord in His promise is going to bring us to that good thing, that inheritance. And so this is what is so dangerous about sensationalism, is that when we get so caught up in these topics that claim that they're tying it back into God, and yet there is no real evidence or foundation of God, there is no teaching, there is no consistency, in sharing the testimony of God. There was little evidence of the Holy Spirit in their delivery and in their topics and how they carry themselves. And there's just so much. The fruit will show the root. And that sensationalism gets our attention off of God, who is the builder and maker. It distracts us and keeps our focus on everything else with no preparation. It's interesting with sensationalism and those who go forth to claim that they are bringing the word of the Lord and yet all of their topics are majority worldly secular topics that they never really dive into how to get there. How do you get to the point of being prepared? of being under the hedge of protection of God, of really being in the pavilion of safety, of dwelling in that pasture of the great shepherd. How do you get there? They never really dive in. They'll give you this surface level, very predictable explanation, which is obvious to almost anyone who claims that they follow the Lord and have read scripture, but to really dive down dig deep to get to that cornerstone, who is Christ, the meat of the message, the depth and truth in layers is going to show in the fruit of the message. And so with that said, I thank you so much. If you made it to the end of this podcast, I rejoice with the saints and the angels and the the brethren here on earth and in heaven, rejoicing that the message and truth has gone forth, that we can go back and we can review the book of Hebrews and the entirety of chapter 11 to get the full context of the message. The brethren is very few, and it is always and will always be a joyful, bright, and shining day in our lives when we cross paths. We can joyfully speak of our Lord and the miracle of being unified 
with as many people as there are on this planet, just to be able to come in the midst of one who has Christ in their heart, you can feel the love and the majesty and the glory of our King in his white robe with the sweet smell of myrrh and aloes just fills the air, surrounds us, and a peace and a joy can come over his people, all of us, when we are unified, when we connect. And so I hope and pray that those of you who are consistent to come back to the ministry and and share in these messages can feel that love and peace and joy because that is what the Holy Spirit brings. That is what the Word of God brings to us. Assurance and the promise that we will receive the inheritance if we can just hold on and be faithful. Focus and obey and be diligent and tenacious and on fire for Christ. Show in how you live daily. Show it in how you love, how you carry yourself, how you speak, how you think, what you wear, what you do. Let it exude from the inside out and show that you are unique and peculiar and special and different. That the heritage of God is not of this world, but his kingdom, his heavenly kingdom is your home and you are a citizen of the dwelling place of the tabernacle of God himself. Let us meditate on these things. Let us remember the word of the Lord as we go forth and not grow weary and not get caught up in the enemy's tactics of sensationalism. Even when it comes in a beautiful package with a pretty bow stamped with a message of love, quote unquote, by someone who claims to come in the name of the Lord. Let us take heed in this last hour, for we do not want to be deceived, even the very elect. May you go in peace, and may the peace of the Lord be multiplied in all of your lives. In Jesus' name. Until next time. Bye, friends.